Hey, what's up, everybody? Today I'm bringing you the third episode of the podcast with my mentor, Andy. Stay tuned. What's up? Welcome to No BS Affiliate Marketing. What's going on, guys? Welcome to No BS Affiliate Marketing. With your hosts, Andy Mattis, Pascal Kutz. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in again on the third episode. Today, the topic is going to be how to pick a good affiliate product. So I want to start off, before we get into the topic, I want to start off by um, with a quick story. And so that happens to every single affiliate who gets into the affiliate world. One of the first things that you look at is, what the hell do I promote now, right? So you get into the world, you see, okay, I can make money online. I don't need my own product. Oh my God, amazing. And now the question is, what product do I promote? What what niche do I pick? Will I go for fitness products? Will I go for diet products? Will I go for make money online products? What will I do? And we will, we're going to dive deeper into how you how you can pick a good product to promote, what pitfalls to avoid when picking a product. So I guess we're going to start off with um, one of the, I would say, may, most, not, not most, I want to say well, most bigots, but <laughs> the major <laughs> hangouts that people have uh, is so when it comes to picking a product um i lost my train of thought okay <laughs> well, i could just step in here so First, you know, one of the yeah. sort of like, i think one of the major kind of there's, there's quite a few but like one of the major kind of pitfalls i see people you know when coming kind of picking a product is they're just like literally what someone on youtube or tiktok or something like that and they just say right okay um go and grab something off jvz or go and grab something off clickbank right and then they just go and grab some random link. Oh, yeah, this one pays me nice big commissions. I'm just going to start promoting that, right? And they go out, they start promoting it, and then they don't make any sales. Um, any of the people that they do sell it to often, you know, maybe they're not too happy with with, 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 with what they've got, right? Um, and we always talk about, like, we've spoken about this on the previous kind of episodes, is business about solving problems, okay? So before even picking a product, you really should be kind of just sort of nailing down, like, exactly who it is that you serve okay and then you know ensuring that that product actually solves a painful problem you know in your market all right and a golden rule that i go by is to only promote something that i personally used and that i believe will help my audience right and the only way to really sort of know whether that's going to help your audience is to actually kind of go out there and use it yourself right so that's just kind of like one of the little things just a few more just quick like why why do you only promote the thing besides like that you know it can help people? Why only promote something you use yourself? Yeah. Because like like I was just kind of saying, you know, sometimes people like if they just promote something random off ClickBank, sometimes the people who buy it aren't too happy with the product, right? So it's really about helping you kind of build like a long-term business, like uh, a Raven fan base, right? So it's like you're like a prime example, Pascal, because when I met you, I sold you into an affiliate program, right? When I was still doing like the affiliate market, the affiliate side of things, um, yep. before I stepped back into coaching. And 
um you know it was a you know i felt it was a pretty good good product to kind of sell you into you were kind of happy with that purchase um and then when i decided to step back into coaching um i you know obviously created my own product boom you didn't even question it you came along um and joined the program straight away right because i sold you something that was good and um you know you kind of believed in kind of what i was doing right so it's about kind yeah. of just building a long-term raving fan base of you know genuine kind of customers that are sort of happy um they trust you when, once people trust you right they will buy from you time and time again right. right the people that you sold to are the easiest people to sell to a second time right it's like a long time kind of i don't know um audi car fan they've always had Audis for the last 20 years right you don't have to think twice about going to buy a new one do they you know what i mean it's like they already know the quality of the product um because it's kind of delivered before it's the same thing with affiliate marketing so yeah yeah anything yeah, to add on that? yeah so yeah like it, i it was not not so much in like what you were doing it was more in like believing in you like mm. you like i trust you that much that whatever you do I will go along with it or I will, you know, follow you. Yeah. And something else to really kind of, you know, pay attention here, guys, because I've had this sort of same thing is where I've bought from someone before. It was like a really good product. Um, like Pascal said, he trusts me, right? So he would sort of buy, he's bought from me like more than once. Um, this like, there's a similar situation with another guy. I'm not going to kind of name him here. I kind of bought from him, kind of trusted him. And then he sold me something that was really, really sort of just, just crap, right? And then boom, that was it. Like trust was broken in an instant. So it's really good to kind of, you know, not take advantage of that. You know, once you've got that sort of raving fan base there to actually kind of, you know, try and continue that relationship with your customers. Don't go and sell them anything, you know, crap, because it could take you a year. It could take you years to build trust with someone, right? But it can be lost in yeah. an instant if you um, go about it the wrong way. So I just want to kind of throw that in there because I've been on the uh, receiving end of that before. Um, so that's something else that's kind of really important to take note of. Um, anything right. else to add on that before we kind of go on to the next one or no i think we covered covered out everything all right man so yeah pitfall number two i think um i'm gonna sort of throw in here is grabbing just tons and tons of products right you're just grabbing loads of products to promote um some people go, oh yeah i'm just gonna grab all of these different products i'm gonna i don't know create a website i'm gonna put all of these links on there and <laughs> you know the more products i have the more money i'm gonna make and it's actually the opposite right okay so it's really just about kind of focusing on like one or two kind of core products that you believe in um if you're just starting and you haven't got something working it just makes sense to just promote one until you can kind of kind of get that working and then you can sort of maybe look into you know kind of other avenues and stuff like that as well um but yeah just kind of focus on like one or two products um and also you know promote these products kind of consistently because if you're just promoting one thing one week you're promoting one thing the next week and then you know two weeks down the line you're sort of blasting people with another offer people are going to be like man there's so much inconsistency with this guy like <laughs> i don't trust him like i'm not going to buy anything from him and again it's about building trust um and that trust can be broken very fast if you kind of that's that type of person that's just like you know grabbing all of these products and just trying to push them onto your audience um again i'll say it again you know business is about solving problems um, so really about just kind of nailing down your niche, you know, understanding their needs and desires and then literally give them, giving them the things that they actually need and want. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. So I like, it's all about relationships, building relationships, relationships with your ideal clients. And 
people like i just want to touch on something here when it comes to relationships um people tell you that you need like a big raving fan base to make a lot of money or like the money is in the list but um i i think you've heard that before probably so it's not really in the list it's in the relationship to the list because yeah. if you have a if you have a million subscribers a million people following you and you don't have you haven't built a real relationship with them where they know like and trust you you won't make a lot of money from them even though you have a million people and um if you have less people but they're build a real relationship with you to the point where they trust you and whenever you send them something most of them will take you up on your offer because they trust you and they know you don't sell them some crap right mm -hmm. they trust you you built the relationship it's all about like you said solving problems and building a relationship with your ideal clients absolutely absolutely and yeah, it's what I kind of add on there as well, because I know everyone just kind of tells people, right, go on to ClipBank, go on to JVZoo. I'm not a fan of any of those platforms at all. Um, these are kind of like the platforms that like anyone could just go on there, sort of grab a link, um, start spamming it all over the place. And typically, like, I'm not saying this is kind of like for everyone, but like most people that are on there promoting these products, they, they just don't have a clue what they're doing Um you know, not really doing a very good job of it. And also the products are, often aren't really that kind of good either. Um, so like I much prefer the private affiliate programs. Um, main reason being is because it's just like, you know, people that are promoting it have sort of been, you know, I'm not going to say all have been trained, right? Because that's just not the case. But like there's more kind of, it's more kind of policed. There's more kind of like regulation around who's actually promoting it, how to actually go and promote it rather than just going on some like random website or oh, you can just grab as many links as you want and people just going out there um, just spamming all over the internet kind of thing. So I prefer like the private affiliate programs. And what I mean by that is kind of like, you know, if you were to sort of join someone's program, someone's like coaching program, they would often have like their own kind of private affiliate program for you to then kind of go out and uh, start promoting it. You know, it's obviously kind of not just open to uh, Tom, Dick and Harry to then, you know, start, start going to uh, promote it. So right and the products seem to be better quality as well should i say much better. yeah definitely yeah okay anything else on that or shall we go to the next yes move on you take away take it away um i think the next big problem is like what kind of product when it comes to what kind of product i promote is do i promote a low ticket offer mid-ticket offer high-ticket offer or recurring so mm -hmm. i think we're just gonna get into the definition of things first so like low ticket i would consider like up to a hundred bucks um mid-ticket would be from 100 to let's say 500 bucks and high ticket is 500 plus and recurring just means that you get paid each month yeah so can we kind of like touch on the the recurring residual as well and some of yeah. the pitfalls because i see a lot of people that come into the industry they're like right i'm going to promote the software i just want the residual recurring income right yeah and that kind of makes sense you know or kind of why you would want that but people tend to see come in they do it the wrong way 
they go straight in for you know some kind of recurring software which is often like a really sort of low ticket product um because they want that kind of recurring income so like they maybe start let's say for example start promoting the click funnel software right i think you get like i might be wrong on this one but like 20 percent on the first tier like 40 percent when it goes up to the second tier right so if that's on like a let's say 90 a 97 dollar plan let's say it's a hundred dollars they're getting literally like 20 dollars per month um you know if someone kind of cancels then you know obviously that kind of disappears overnight um they need to get a whole bunch of people onto this software in order for them to really make any kind of decent money right and they just focusing on kind of like the wrong things to really sort of get them started i'm not saying it's wrong to go and promote it but it's not going to be very kind of scalable. It's going to be a lot of work to make scraps and, you know, essentially kind of build things up that way. Um, so, yeah, my recommendation to people is to sort of start with high ticket. You're just going to be able to scale so much faster, right? It's not any easier to, to you know, promote low ticket products or recurring products. Um, it's actually the same. And often the high ticket products solve a much more painful problem in your market and you get paid way more for it. Um, yeah, sorry, I kind of like, you know, babbled on. Anything you got to add there, um, Pascal? Um, yeah, I think we can just do some quick math. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so big like, <laughs> sorry? Don't worry, <laughs> it's a big shack. <laughs> quick math. <laughs> right. Okay, so like if, let's say you want to make uh, 10,000 10, per month with the example of, Recur, let's do an example for recurring for low ticket and high ticket, right? So, low ticket, say, let's say 20, you, you earn 20 bucks per month from one person. So, in order for you to make 10,000 per month, that would be, oh shit, <laughs> 500, <laughs> 500 people. That's, I think that's that. some... <laughs> my math ain't too good. Um, but yeah, like on, especially on like <laughs> if you're doing like the the one funnel away challenge, this is like really popular, right? I think that one kind of pays people like a hundred dollar uh, commissions at the moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you wanted to get to that ten k per month, which is that sort of like really common number that people shoot for, and you're selling the one funnel away challenge, um, you need to sell a hundred people, right? So that's not find a month. People. Yeah, you need a hundred buyers per month, right? Which is like twenty five people buying from you per week. Yeah. And if you've been online, you're going to know that's pretty kind of, especially if it's just starting, that's going to be pretty damn difficult. Right? Whereas, you're, let's say you're promoting something high ticket that's selling you, that's giving you, you know, paying you like at least kind of like $1,000 per sell, you only need to find 10 people. All right? So yeah. 10 people is a lot easier than 100 people um, on a low ticket product. And now I think this will come up is it harder to sell high ticket because people think no like this just limiting beliefs people think that it is harder like i was saying like business is about solving problems you know high ticket products often sell a much more painful problem in the market um you know it's really just kind of nailing down like who your audience is what problems they have and like high ticket sales are made every single day like the amount of money that moves around this world daily is just insane right like I know people out there having like hundred grand days, like sixty grand days, and like, yeah, it's just, and they're selling way, way, way more high ticket than you know a lot of the kind of affiliate stuff as well. So, yeah, 
Yeah, so also with the recurring, like you said, you would have to sell 500 people and then they need to stick every single month with the program, yeah. right? And there's going to be people that drop off. There's going to be people, people that sign up for the trial and then they quit after the 14 yeah. days is up, right? It's like, I see people, like, and I've, I've had people that I've kind of spoken to about this, like, you know, you want to start with high ticket, and like, oh, I just want the recurring. All right, man, like, you know, just, you know, let them know kind of the, the pitfalls and stuff. And then after like two, three months of just, you know, spinning their wheels, like creating all of these bonuses for these recurring commissions, like things don't work out. And then I just see them just sort of drop off. And then they come back and they're like, okay, yeah, I wish I just, uh, I mean, think about what you said. I think I wish I just kind of, you know, just went straight for the high ticket. It kind of makes more <laughs> sense. So, yeah. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, most people drop off within the first six months. Yeah. And what I would recommend to people is like, like I say, one or two products. Like if you wanted to sort of, you really wanted that sort of like recurring commissions, like the way I would do it is like, Find something, you know, promote something high ticket. Okay, maybe like a programming, something that you believe in. Of course, you know it's going to solve a really painful problem in your market. Um, sell something high ticket and then create a bonus that heavily complements that offer, right? So let's just say, for example, whatever you're promoting, they need this software. Let's just say, for example, you're promoting this high ticket program. They need click funnels or groove funnels or whatever you're using, right? Drop funnels. They need this kind of software. So you could sell them this high ticket, you're going to earn the high ticket commission from that. But also knowing that they're going to need this software to then, you know, obviously kind of go through that process, you can then obviously kind of sell that as a, like a bonus, right? Yeah. So you can, once they sign up with you, they earn a high ticket commission, and then you can obviously kind of, you know, add some bonus, maybe kind of like set up a funnel for them or something like that. And you would obviously have them sign up for your link. Um, and then boom, you know, you've got the recurring commission as well as the high ticket. So that's kind of like the best way I would kind of say, um, to kind of go go around that. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, right. So, yeah. So, guess you sorry? still got one more um, pitfall. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. We're, we covered yeah. all of them. So, yeah, I think we should just pretty much kind of go into like how to actually help people promote. Uh, find you know good products to actually then go out and promote right because this is a big one right so do you want to start yeah. with this one or shall i yeah go ahead all right so yeah for me like really kind of like i say i don't like clipbank i don't like jvz i don't like any of that stuff right so like for me it's all about kind of like the private affiliate programs like you know maybe like mentorship programs which actually have like standards to how people and rules around what people should do when they're kind of promoting stuff. Right. So um, for me, like I would really look at, okay, so you may not know your niche yet or whatever, but I really kind of have a look at, I always say you need to get yourself a mentor. If you don't have a mentor when you're starting out, um, it's a, it's, it's a pretty dumb move, right? As I say it bluntly, it is a pretty dumb move. Um, <laughs> no BS. Years, see people struggling for years and years and years because they refuse to invest in a mentor. So first of all, you know be willing to kind of invest in a mentor and i really kind of have a look at never really just look at how much the mentor is making and you know assume that that's going to make you su successful i would have a look at like you know what are their values do you kind of resonate with this person um are they helping their students actually get good results okay um if they are then i would look at kind of you know investing in mentorship okay you know finding yourself like you know, with that, you're going to get all the kind of teachings that you need uh, to be able to go out there and kind of, you know, find a good product, whether it's you're doing, you know, 
whatever it is you're doing, right? So it's really kind of just, you know, about having that kind of guidance there. Um, if you have guidance, this should never even really be a question. But I see a lot of people, they try to figure it out on their own and they just go in the wrong direction for so long. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like what I would do. Um, anything to add there, Pascal? No, um, I think, yeah, people just go on spinning their wheels, watching YouTube videos, trying mm. to find the last missing piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And the last missing piece is <laughs> guidance. <laughs> yeah. And it's not a simple, like, like I was saying, it's not just about picking a product, guys. It's about yeah. solving a really painful problem in your market, right? <clears throat> so let's just say, for example, you know, uh, I've got two children myself, right? So let's say, for example, I'm working, um, you know, 60 hours a week. Um, I'm like constantly like away from home. I'm working away from home for like two weeks. So I never get to see my kids. If anyone's got children, you know, you only get one chance to kind of see them grow up. So this is like a really common thing, right? People, they're like constantly away from their families. They want more time to kind of be with their loved ones and stuff like that. Now, um, the only way for them to be able to do that is to basically have something that they're able to build like from home, right? So if like I have a solution to that, right? That's like a really painful problem, right? And people will pay, you know, premium, like high ticket to have that problem solved, right? It's like, you know, imagine you found like a cure for cancer. Like my uncle passed away from cancer like a few years, like a few years back, right? And like, I think everyone out here has probably known someone or heard of someone who has passed from it. You Can you imagine like if you had that cure, this, this, this magic pill that just, you know, short that it didn't come back and it just, you know, disappeared forever. Can you just imagine how much that pill would be worth because it solves a really painful problem in the market, right? And it's the same, you know, everywhere else, right? So it's like, you know, someone's got a really painful back problem. They can't continue to do their job. They're getting a bit older. They can't work how they used to. They want something where they can work from the comfort of their home. Um, it's really just about kind of, you know, finding out what people want and then, you know, solving that problem for them. So it's not just about picking a product. It's about nailing down your niche, your idol client avatar, you know, understanding your audience on a deep level, okay, how you can help them, and then literally just providing a solution to the problem. Right. Right. It's, it's not about selling products. Once you pro once you provide a solution to the pro to the problems, then you know the money will literally take care of itself. Right. And this is why it's so important to have mentorship to actually guide you along the right processes. If you're trying to figure this stuff out on your own, this probably sounds like a load of techno babble for that very reason. Exactly. Like. People see it as a product and they they talk about the benefits of the product, but mm. people don't really care. People care what is in it for me. What problems does it help me yeah. solve? Yeah, hard pill to swallow, but your audience does not care about you. And I'm glad you kind of brought that up as well. I had a guy uh, came into my messenger like last week. Um, he actually sent me a video, right, yeah. which is a bit different. He's like, yeah, I just want to send you this video because I know everyone out, everyone's out here kind of, you know, sending these messages. Um, it's like, yeah, I'm like a Facebook ads, like specialist. Um, I've got this revolutionary product, um, you know, start telling me all about all the features and stuff like that. And it's like, I just literally just ignored it. Right. And he messaged me again the next day. I just ignored him because he didn't find out anything about me. Didn't find out whether I have any problems that need solving. He was just literally trying to sell me the features of this thing that I didn't even want or need. Right. And this is what a lot of people do. They go and spam in their links. They go tell people about all these features. Like I'm sure most people kind of like listening or watching this, this, this podcast have been into like a car dealership at some point. Right. 
you've just gone in there to kind of look around and the sales guy he's straight up hey can i how can i help you like yeah would you like to have a look at this this top of the range Volkswagen we've got over here and it's like man like <laughs> uh, yeah nice to see you too uh yeah just like i'm just having a look like you know it instantly kind of just raises like you know bioresistance right um so uh yeah just kind of those sort of probe and kind of find out what people actually want and you know yeah. just provide um solutions to that problem and yeah the best way to do that is through mentorship man yeah anything to add there pascal um i think we covered all and we just gonna wrap this up sum yeah. up sum up and wrap it up mm -hmm. and for like let's just say quickly as well like for anyone yep. that may be sort of listening to this um and maybe sort of a little bit stuck a little bit unclear on how to go about things um <clears throat> there will be a link in the description somewhere below this video um you know where we have a free case study which you can go and check out and it pretty much just kind of walks through like a kind of step-by-step -step process that you know me and pascal are both using um you know for high ticket affiliate markets so make sure you go and check that one out um and then yeah do you want to quickly kind of recap on what we've kind of gone over so far right so yeah, first we talked about the most common pitfalls and I hope I, I will get all together. <laughs> Don't miss on anyone. Uh, one, one, the first we talked about was... Um, Grabbing random products off ClickBank or something. Right, JVSU, <laughs> ClickBank, yeah. whatever. And we talked about um, high ticket versus low ticket versus recurring. Yep, talked about yeah. grabbing too many products. Too many products. Mm -hmm. And... What did we miss? I think we talked about something else as well. As well. Mm -hmm. um, just a, picking a random product that would give you the highest commission. Yeah. Rather than one that's solving a problem and really, um, yeah, providing value to your... That's the thing. Uh, one product that actually helps people rather than just making you money so you lose the trust and relationship you build yeah. with your audience. Mm -hmm. I think that were all the pitfalls. Yep. All right. And... So, yeah, for anyone watching this, don't forget to, you know, smash that like button, you know, comment down below. You know, we're going to be reading all of the comments. So comment down below, you know, let us know what you think. Give us any kind of topics that you want to want us to cover for this podcast um you know we love your feedback you know these podcasts are for you so let us know what you want to hear from us um so yeah like comment don't forget to hit the subscribe button which is let's see if i can get this right no it's the other way i always get it wrong um yeah. over in the corner over there somewhere there should be a subscribe button so don't forget <laughs> to smash that button there too and um yeah do you have anything else to add before we kind of wrap this one up pasta thank you so much for tuning in um and i we hope that you got value from this episode um, make sure to check out the last two episodes as well. And yeah, we would appreciate any feedback. Mm -hmm. So yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, um, and we will catch you on the next podcast. Um, have a have a good good day. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Affiliate Marketing Secrets podcast with your host, Pascal. If you love the Affiliate Marketing Secrets podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review. Until next time. <laughs>